Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on this Friday, final day of the working week, Friday the 20th of August, 2021. Trust you've had a very, very productive week, that your sales team has kicked the goals that hopefully you are aiming for, and that uh, you're looking forward to another big week next week in sales and also progressing your leadership even further. As we finish up the week, I want to talk about a very important topic, and uh, not that any other topic is also important, but this one is very important. It's, It's about you as a leader. Now, with the work that I do, I get to spend a lot of time uh, each day speaking either one-on-one or in groups with leaders and aspiring leaders. And it's really interesting to get people's perspective on what they consider to to be leadership. What is leadership from their point of view? What is a good leader? What is a not-so-good leader? But also, we often talk about differences between leadership and management. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that today, but one topic that often comes up is, well, how do I know that I've got what it takes to be a leader? And how do I become a leader? And how do I sustain myself as a leader? Now, we often end up having this conversation about the fact that leadership is not easy and it is not for everyone. Now, with a leadership, and, it, and it, oh, for some people it comes with a title, uh, and they, they absolutely love that. And I've recorded a number of podcasts uh, over the last 12 months where I've made reference to people in my career who all they wanted was a title and the banding of pay that came with that title. And it was all about status. Now, from my perspective, these people are not leaders. They're looking at it and trying to aspire to a certain position for the wrong reasons. And it's probably more along the lines of management. And for those of you guys who are considered to be managers and you're listening to this, and I'm not casting dispersions on you, but I have very, very specific views on leadership and what a leader is. Um, and the message today is, well, the key message is, what do you want to be known for? That, that's the key message. What do you want to be known for as a leader? Because leadership does come with great responsibility, and it also comes with massive opportunities. And along with that, it comes with many, many challenges. Now, it is actually, from my perspective, and certainly having worked with hundreds and hundreds of leaders over the years, it's not about the title. What it is about is about the value that we create for others. Now, when I say that, a lot of people, when I say that, first of all, because they've come from a different perspective, a different background, they look at me quite quizzically and thinking, what, what do you mean is about others? Because I think, well, I've been brought up in an environment where we're told what to do. And it's a command and control, dictatorial type environment, very hierarchical, and they know no different. And when all of a sudden somebody comes in and says, well, here's a different view of leadership. Here's a different way of going about things. And how about we actually switch our eyes from ourselves and place it upon other people? What would actually happen? All of a sudden uh, have a bit of a, um, like a, a pattern interrupt because it's not natural for them. But as we continue to talk about it and really delve into it, they start to realize that, you know what, there's actually some, some merit to this thinking that it's actually not about the title. It's actually not about me as an individual. It's not about the status. It is actually about the people that I'm managing, the people that I'm leading, and it's about the value that I can create and the foundation and the culture that I can put in place. And so one of the first questions I ask these groups, whether they be brand new leaders, whether they've been leaders for a while, or whether they're aspiring leaders, is I ask this question of why do you want to become a leader, or why did you become a leader? What motivates you? What keeps you coming back every single day? What made you choose this company, this business, this team, this industry from which to work in? and to lead in. 
Now, what would be interesting, and you might be surprised with this, is most people don't really have an answer to that. They might actually put out the surface level, oh, I just want the, uh, I want the prestige to come, I want to, I want to make a difference, quote-unquote. I want to create value, but they can't really articulate it because not many people actually give this a huge amount of thought. For many people, as I often say, they've been thrust into a leadership position because they have been a very high-performing individual contributor. So the business looks at them and says, wow, you must be really good as an individual contributor. So therefore, you, that must translate into you being really good as a sales leader as well. And it doesn't always happen. In fact, it very rarely does happen that there's a seamless transition from an individual contributor to a sales leader because there's a fundamental different set of skill sets that need to be brought on. And for many people, it's a transition that is quite challenging because all of a sudden when somebody is more used to getting all of the accolades uh, being the I guess the master of their own destiny driving their own results to now be responsible for multiple people who are also there to drive their own results uh, some of them find it a little bit of a culture shock to the point where they go back to being an individual contributor and I'm not saying that's not a bad strategy because you need to know why you're doing this in the first place. But unfortunately, many leaders are simply thrust into that position and literally thrown to the wolves and said, hey, go get them, Tiger. And uh, they flounder and they, they don't know what they don't know And in a lot of cases. So the first thing we have to get really, really crystal clear on as a leader is why do I want to become a leader? Now, if you haven't actually answered that question yourself or you've got a sort of a wishy-washy sort of answer or you've just sort of fallen into that position, well, it's time to start thinking about and really analyzing, well, what is it about this leadership position that really attracts me? Why do I want to become a leader? But more importantly, why do I want to continue to be, be a leader? Because leadership does come with massive responsibility and with that massive challenges. And you need to know and be crystal clear on what you stand for and what your standards are and why you are a leader. Because if that's not crystal clear, you're going to be very easily susceptible to being influenced by other people and potentially the shiny thing syndrome will be an affliction that you will be susceptible to. And so here's the thing, and I, and I tell this to a lot of people and I can tell you right now that the, the leadership is not about status. It is not about power. It is not about the money and it is not about you. Because if you think that, you will not endure. It's as simple as that. You will not create a culture of sustainable but also high performance. Because And for many people, that's really hard to hear, but it's actually the truth. Because in all the analysis I've done and all the leaders I've worked with and worked for, I can tell you hand on heart that the greatest leaders are the ones that realize that they are not the most important person. It is not about them. It never has been about them and it never will be about them. It is 100% about their people. So answer this question. And this is the fundamental question for today. What do you want to be known for? And this is a really uh, important question and you need to think about really, really carefully what the answer to that question is going to be. Now, if you haven't thought about this and you're not sure where to start, well, just think about what's important to you. You could also start thinking about what are my key strengths? What am I really, really good at? What, are, what is my genius zone? What is my strength zone? But also start thinking about where are some areas for development as well? I don't call these weaknesses, but where are some blind spots or where are some gaps that perhaps exist that uh, you might want to start working on to create some momentum around and get and get better at? But all of this is really geared around thinking about what is it that you want to be known for. The other part to this as well is if you've got three or four people who are nearest and dearest to you who can give you great feedback, ask them what, what they think your strengths are and what some of the areas for development may well be because that will help you frame within your own, I guess, your own mind the, the answer to the question of what do you want to be known for. Now, this is the key part. You need to start thinking about it and putting together a leadership philosophy to say no matter where you go and somebody asks you, hey, what do you do and why do you do it? 
you can tell them off the top of your head because it actually is something that you innately believe in. Now, here's the follow-up question to this. The next question is, well, what are you known for today? And this is, this is literally going to be your brand. And this is where feedback from your team is really important. Feedback from others is really important because you might have a fixation or a belief that you, are no, you want to be known for something, but the actual belief that people have and the image that you have and therefore the brand that you have may be completely different to what you're thinking. Now, I see this happen time and time again. People are walking around with a belief and a fixation on how good they are or what they're doing, what their strengths are, and yet the actual reality, the perception, the image they're creating, the brand they're creating in the marketplace is something completely different. And so there's this level or lack of emotional intelligence and social awareness that exists. So this presupposes, of course, that there's going to be a gap between what you want to be known for right now and what you are currently known for. And this is the work that a leader needs to do to really start to bridge that gap because here's where the game is. If I can bridge the gap between what I want to be known for and now what I am known for, then everything changes. There's going to be alignment, which means there'll be consistency. And when there's consistency, there's a much higher probability of higher performance, exceptional performance, and with that, sustainable results. So the key question today, guys, is what do you want to be known for? If you don't know why you're a leader right now, sit down, spend some time over the weekend, and just think about, okay, why why am I a leader? What attracted me to this position? Why do I keep coming back? Why do I put myself through the things that I put myself through in order to get the results, in order to build the culture that I'm building with my team? And if you're not sure, ask people. So that's the first thing. Get really crystal clear on what you want to be known for, and then work out, okay, what am I known for right now? Because I guarantee there will be a gap and your job is to fill that gap. Now, if you'd like some help with this, love to help you with that. Love to help you bridge that gap between what you would like to be known for and what you are known for right now. And in the process, help you become an exceptional sales leader. And we can do that in as little time as the next three months. Simply go to my calendar, leadwithdarren.com. You know the drill, jump onto Zoom, we'll have a conversation and we can start working together as early as next week. So I look forward to having that conversation with you and uh, may you have a phenomenal weekend, a restful weekend, a re-energizing weekend and may next week be a massive, massive week in sales. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.